0: Let's give your parents a call right now. Hello, welcome to episode number 27 of Geeking with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner, and I am a geeky mom. I write for the Geek Embassy, typically, and am host of my solo podcast, Geeky Thrones Girl. I'm joined by Regina McMenemy, who is head geek at the Geek Embassy and host of the Game on Girl podcast. Hey, Regina. Hey, Nicole. And joined by uh, editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming, Stephen. Deuceman, who is our registered dad and the father of three. Hey, Steven. Hey, what's up? Uh, A lot. It was E3
1: last week. It very much was. Yes. Um, So let's just jump into that. E3 was insane um, in that it felt like going in it was going to be kind of dead and that there really Mm -hmm. wasn't going to be a lot. Um, And then was like a slow build, and then it turned into a regular one all at once. You know what I mean? <laughs> like normally, E three is just crazy, but the first couple of days, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be nothing," and then it turned into just a regular old E three, which is great. Um, the, the The things that are of note is that both Sony and Activision were absent, um, which means they didn't show uh, Call. Of, you know, Activision didn't show Call of Duty except for some behind closed door stuff. Mm. Um, Sony was not there at all. Um but they announced Death Stranding was releasing about a week beforehand, so they gave no. a release date for Death Stranding. Um but Which like, still that- looks
0: super weird.
1: Well, I mean of course it's super weird. Um <laughs> it's being made by Kojima. Uh so that game,
0: it looks even weirder than anything I've ever seen. Like, Metal well, its is
1: weird, but it's not that weird. Sony <laughs> dropped off a dump truck of money at his house and said, just, <laughs> just do a thing. <laughs> and I know you're intimately familiar with game design, being that you are familiar with a game designer. <laughs> um, You know that's absolutely what happened. Yeah. There's, there's no way that, like, a real company would put out death stranding like a real company with like a real like with like real performance goals and metrics and like QA and focus right. testing and like meetings with whiteboards and like people actually making rational decisions no <laughs> none of that dump truck of money Hideo Kojima probably a lot of weed and then just, <laughs> and then just I mean he's is he where is he they're in California aren't they I
0: think he's in L.A.
1: Um, I mean, so obviously a lot of weed, and then because <laughs> it's legal there, and then and trust me, Regina and I know all about how legal it is. It's basically every street is bodega, dispensary, restaurant, usually a a, 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 a tiny food place or mm-hmm. a bakery dispensary, yep. pho place. You know, so <laughs> they they ate very well. And they just made this game, and so it's coming out later on this year. But the, the but since Sony wasn't there, um, it created an interesting power vacuum to the point where, like, Sega had a massive booth presence. And Sega, when Regina and I was there, was, like, a mm-hmm. little tiny bitty corner where it was like, check out Valkyria Chronicles and, like, <laughs> strategy games. And now Sega's just like, what? We've got Sonic Racing and, like, there's just – they just filled up the empty space. Um, mm. So to go quickly through the press conferences, the things that matter. Um, EA started on Saturday. They showed a Star Wars. Star Wars: Jedi the Fallen Order looks like the truth. Um, I'm very I excited haven't about watched
0: it. Watched any, any of the gameplay from
1: that? Um, <laughs> yo, here's let me tell you. What, let me give you a hint. Okay. It's, uh, it's a single player action oriented game where you fight people with lightsabers and force powers. Um, <laughs> you can throw your lightsaber and call it back to you. I guess where oh. guess where they got that inspiration from. Um, and you know what? I'm okay with it because it makes sense yeah. that a Jedi would be able to throw his lightsaber and call it back to him. Yeah. Um, Madden is still Madden. FIFA is still FIFA. Um, although FIFA has FIFA Street in it now. Okay, which is, which is actually really cool but they didn't tell us really anything about FIFA. Madden has college teams in it now, which is a very big deal. Specifically, there's only eight teams, but mm. that is still in and of itself a very big deal. Um, but then, uh, what else did they show? I and mean, then they showed some Battlefield stuff. Whatever. Um, the Sims has an expansion coming, which is all about island wow. life.
0: Here's what's crazy I'm so about surprised.
1: this one, <laughs> right? You're like, wow, The Sims is having an expansion. Here's what's really <laughs> crazy, though. The Sims has an expansion that's all about island life. Uh, Let's put a pun in that because we're going to talk about a simulation type game like that with about island life Uh, when we get to Nintendo.
0: The Sims 3 had an island life. I don't know what it was yeah. called, but they definitely had an island expansion. Oh yeah, so I mean at this point, Sims has
1: done everything, so they're just kind of repeating themselves. But <laughs> it's just interesting, interesting that The Sims and Animal Crossing are both going to okay. islands at the same time. Is what I was getting at. Okay, I'm but sorry. you jacked my segue. Um, <laughs> but that was that was EA. They didn't call it a. My big critique there is they didn't call it a press conference. Um, The reality is it was just two and a half hours long, but it felt like just a two and a half hour long press conference, which I mean, Microsoft kind of did one of those and it was way better. You know why? Because they told us it was a press conference. I was sitting there expecting it was going to be like half hour streams with nothing in between. No, there was like Greg Miller talking to people in the middle of it. So like we had to pay attention if we wanted to cover it. Mm. So they gave us a two and a half hour, really slow and poorly paced um, press conference. but at least Star Wars is awesome. And we fast forward to Microsoft.
0: Real quickly, before we do that, I'm going to toss in my disclaimer for anybody oh, yeah. who hasn't listened to us before. Uh, my husband works for 343 Industries, which is a division of Microsoft, which works on Halo. Specifically, he is working on Halo Infinite. And more specifically, he was very much involved in the making of the trailer that was shown. So there is my bias. Yeah. So,
1: so you so can take that with a grain of salt. Heart. Yeah. That is uh, part two Of why I took the driver's seat because I can talk all the crap I want and
0: I'm allowed. I'm allowed to talk about it.
1: Oh, you can talk crap. Um you can't talk crap. (laughs) (laughs) You definitely can't do that. Um I'm not gonna do that either, but not because I'm like obligated. Um so uh Microsoft was I thought it was gonna be two hours, it was only an hour and a half long, it was pretty intense. Um, it was really well done. I think. I thought it was.
0: By said because they didn't have lots of awkward developers talking. It was mostly trailer after
1: trailer after trailer, and that was the way me, to do it. You telling me the game developers aren't necessarily the best public speakers? Are you saying that maybe they like to sit behind computers because they don't like talking in front of millions of people watching on TV?
0: I'm just saying, like <laughs> they they have thrown people up there to talk who just aren't good at it. You know, yeah. they only had a few, like the first developers, they had a. I um, don't remember who they were. They were a little awkward, but then they only had people who really knew how to talk yep. uh, up there, which made it a lot easier to watch. And yeah. um, Agreed. And it got more games in that you could see,
1: too. There were so many things. It was a lot. Um, some of the highlights a Lego expansion to Forza, which our entire war room lost their mind. <laughs> When Lego Forza happened, because, like, the, the Forza cars are coming. And we're like, oh, it's Forza. We know Forza. Right. And yeah. all of a sudden, the Everything is Awesome starts. The, car, the song starts playing. And we were like, excuse me, what? <laughs> um, my only critique is, um, realistically, and we'll get to Halo in a minute, because I'm excited about Halo, obviously. Um, but is they botched the Gears of War segment badly, because Gears of War is coming in, like, a week and a half. Um, and rather than showing us <laughs> actual Gears of War gameplay, which they later on showed hardcore demos of, um, they talked about it and showed, like, a CG thing set to, like, some weird person's music. I really think I would have rather seen, like, a chainsaw rifle. And they showed that later. It was, I mean, the gameplay was available eventually. Yeah. Uh, and they did that weird thing where they went underneath the stage to show us a trailer that they've already revealed. Yeah. That was a little awkward. Um, oh, but
0: I thought, isn't that... Isn't the, weren't those wrestling guys? Oh, those were absolutely were wrestling played? guys. So yeah. that was, what was I happening. recognize that name because of you. Like, <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. I mean,
1: the first guy was Xavier Woods, a member of the New Day. Um, and then... Uh, so, listen, <laughs> I think that that was the right call, because those guys are all... Pro- like They are prominent YouTubers. They yeah. are famous. Um the, the, the Venn diagram of people watching the Microsoft press conference and recognizing professional wrestlers, it's not exactly a circle, but there's a fair amount of overlap, <laughs> yeah. you know? And so, um, I thought that was awesome. Uh, why didn't they just bring these three very charismatic dudes on stage to just play the game for two minutes? Uh, I thought that was a mistake. Um, Halo, which was revealed to be a project Scarlet, which is the code name for the next Xbox. I think they already told us that. Was that new information?
0: That it's going to be called Project Scarlet?
1: No, no that's not No, new. that was out. Okay. I okay. knew that,
2: so it has to be okay,
1: <laughs> all Some part of me... Okay, good. At least I wasn't going crazy. But what is new is we found out that um, Halo Infinite is going to be a launch title for that. So we finally have a game that we know is going to be playable on this new thing that will probably not be called Scarlet. Um and no, I think
0: they're still they're still gonna call it Scarlet. It's I gonna be Xbox they, Scarlet. I think so. All I right. wouldn't I don't think they would have announced a name. Well they called Atlanta,
1: but maybe. Xbox One was called Project Scorpio for the longest time. And they certainly there's a Scorpio edition, but it is called the Xbox One. For me if I were a betting man, which because of you, I am not anymore, um, I would bet that it would be like an Xbox with a metal name afterwards because then they're not numerical. It's cool, and they can be like Xbox Cobalt or something like that, which is very, like, microsoft You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. It's, Microsoft-y. If I, was a bet- <laughs> if I was a betting man... That's what I would put. Um, my only disappointment with Halo is I didn't get to see Master Chief shoot a gun. That was my only critique. <laughs> I'm just that's the only thing that I'm disappointed. Um, also, like, he jumped off that ship and like did he just leave that dude to die? Like, I was a little concerned for the dude because the trailer, Regina, involves this man who's very sad, trapped like in a spaceship, like all by himself, a la, like Iron Man in the beginning of um, end game, and like you know he's like talking to a hologram of his daughter or whatever like th- this is like that kind of scene, and all of a sudden he like bumps into the master chief in the middle of space and so he brings him in and he starts them all up and then master chief just opens the hatch and like jumps out and I'm like, what about this poor guy? like he was excited because he found chief and chief just abandoned him
0: no that's what's that's what Spartans do oh, like, I know I know. Oh, I know. Anyhow, with the trailer, though, um, I think a lot of people missed, and it was easy to miss if you were really, like, focused on, you know, sort of what was happening, is right at the beginning, there was a little thing at the bottom that said game engine footage. And people either missed that or did not understand the significance of what that meant. Um, So lots of times, cinematics are pre-rendered things. They send the models out to some fancy... um, Company and they put together the movie and they make it really pretty, but that's not at all what the game actually looks like. This is what the game looks like. And when Chief got, you know, loaded up, you saw things from his perspective that wasn't gameplay, so to speak, but that was showing you what oh, I wasn't concerned
1: for. about gameplay versus pre-rendered stuff. Thank you for clarifying that because you did know more information. I knew that that was I recognized the significance when I say that I wanted him to see him shoot a gun. I literally just wanted to see him shoot a gun. I wasn't necessarily concerned with it being from a first-person perspective or see gameplay. I'll see gameplay when gameplay is ready. Yeah, 343 is not exactly a studio known for, like, chickening out and hiding their stuff right like so yeah. eventually i'm gonna see gameplay and i'll be ready i'm fine yeah
0: they're gonna go dark guess. for a year i think yeah. they mid yeah but anyhow yeah. that trailer whether you liked it or not and i think it was pretty impressive like i said um this was the result of a lot of work
1: uh, <laughs> regina did i say i didn't like it
0: i'm no. not saying you didn't like it i'm Speaking to the audience, oh,
1: and to the
0: audience. Broad people terms. may not appreciate the it's amount of that, that um, went into this thing. Um, so, so yeah, uh, lots of lots of long nights and, and- um, messing up my daughter's sleep schedule because of it. And yeah, it was just
1: well, we thank you for your sacrifice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so my last point is as someone who is not a student of the Halo games, I did not realize how big the Master Chief is because that was like a full size dude. And he, like, towered over him. So, anyway. I
0: believe that they have emphasized that more in this game. Sort of the weight of the armor and the size of him and everything. But it really lines up with, um, I don't know, um, like, the the story started in the games. But, you know, there have been a series, lots and lots of books. Are they making Uh, a TV show now? Yes, they are making a TV show as well. But if you read the books, like, um, Halo Reach... Uh, which was a game which is also is based on a book this is the best book because it's the in in my opinion because it's the origin story for Mass chief and so the spartans are supposed to be like seven feet tall like crazy tall and crazy strong and everything so i think that they're just trying to drive that home uh which you may not have noticed in the previous games
1: so. Well, because everything I, everything I saw him beating up was like a giant crazy alien that I didn't know how big it was. So, like, I, you lose some of the perspective when he's either surrounded by other Spartans, uh-huh. a la Halo 5, yeah. or other Spartans, except for the one ODST guy that was – whatever. I'm getting into the weeds. Um, <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so Halo is Halo. I did enjoy that trailer, for the record. Um, I just wanted to see him shoot an alien. That's all. I'm gonna, <laughs> but I bet you in in balance, it'll all make up for it when I play the game. Yes. Um. So, and when I play it on whatever the hell they call the Xbox Scarlet, they the Xbox Scarlet, I don't want to call it a reveal, um, because they didn't really tell us much. They told they told us that it's going to have good load times because they're putting a solid state hard drive in the thing, which I'm mm-hmm. sure, is, uh, which is actually really awesome. Um, if that is if that ends up being like the big leap between now and uh, the next generation, I even if the graphics stay the same, which we know they won't, but yeah, even if they did, right? Like even if it was just a net s- same, um, yeah. could you imagine playing like Skyrim with no load times? Like yeah. no, no load times, but like if it went from like thirty seconds to like a second, that's yeah. just man, like just madness. I just so. Yeah.
0: Some of the other stuff people might not um, know, too, is that, you know, moving forward, everything that is developed for um, Scarlet and for future Xboxes will always be playable from Xbox One on. So it might not look the same, um, but everything that is developed now that is being developed for Scarlet will also play on Xbox One. That is the way Microsoft's development is happening from now on.
1: That's cool. which yeah. kind of follows through with that, you know, the thing uh, Phil Spencer said it last year at E3, maybe, or around there when he talked about how it's Xbox now, as opposed yeah. to, you know, one environment, everything's going to work from here on out moving forward. I think that, is a brilliant move. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm in a bunch of discords and Facebook groups and a bunch of people over the last week have been kind of criticizing and really just saying, why doesn't Microsoft just stop making hardware? It's like, why do they care? And I'm like, well, because Microsoft like is a hardware company. Like, they, like what, what do you mean? Like, stop making it. Maybe don't freak out about it, but like, cause they've proven that they don't have to freak out about it. They're not freaking yeah. out about it right now. And they're still making really good money. Um, yeah. So, but why abandon the Xbox name if you can? I, I don't understand those people. <laughs> um, so that was Microsoft. It was an hour and a half. Um, there was a bunch of Phantasy uh, Fantasy Star Online Two was on their stage. They don't really have any friends in Japan. I think they've sold like four Xboxes and like four know to Microsoft employees that happened to move there.
0: I was very proud of myself because I knew that that was Fantasy Star, and I have never played Fantasy Star. <laughs> Wow. And really not, you know, sure. fans of those types of games. But oh. I knew what it was. Gonna- I was very I- impressed with myself.
1: So you're not going to play Fantasy Star with me?
0: Uh, no, sorry,
1: <laughs> that hurts, that hurts. <laughs> only a little because I'm probably not going to play Fantasy Star either. Well, but although- we do
0: have to we do have to bring up the special guest
1: on the oh. stage. <laughs> I was going to talk about Cyberpunk separately, but yeah. Oh, okay. How did they- so? Yeah, they opened the show with Cyberpunk 2077. And revealed that Keanu Reeves is not only in the game as one of the most prominent characters. He has more spoken dialogue in Cyberpunk 2077 than everyone except the main character. Which in a, in not a Bethesda, in a CD Projekt Red game is a lot. Yeah. Um, it, They also had him on stage. And <laughs> man, which <would> he baked. <laughs> that dude was stoned off of his mind. Um, But he's... He is there? Has there been a better year for Keanu Reeves? Like, no. Yeah, Andy he's on fire. Like, I,
0: I was telling you in chat that like it was like my I middle school high school crush,
2: and it's so weird that he's like back super popular again. It's Have just, you seen um, Always Be My Maybe?
1: No, I, I haven't. That. It's a show. Oh, I okay.
2: You need to go and watch tonight. <laughs> okay. A Netflix movie, go 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 oh, forth. I thought it was a show. No, it's a movie. Go Either forth. Way. Go forth and enjoy. Yeah. Well, I won't say was, anything more.
0: Was but was, was, it was not no. Crushed. Although I'm I'm very um very much, you know, I was very skeptical, but not very much looking forward to um Bill and Ted three. Yes. <laughs> Anyhow, so yeah, yeah so how, kind of how really, crazy is
1: that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and what's crazy is he's smart enough to know that, like, all of this stuff is marketing for, like, to make, like, Bill and Ted 3 now, because of all of this crap, is going to be one of the biggest movies of 2020. Yeah. Like, that movie is going to go crazy. And it's just because he's just really smart. And he's, like, marketing himself, right? And, like, all these people that, like, signed in and took a risk on this, like, vanity project because, mm-hmm. really, Bill & Ted 3 is a vanity project. Yeah. Are going to, like, the 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 other, the freaking, which, I don't know which one, Bill & Ted, the other guy. I, I can't remember <laughs> who plays who. The other guy, <laughs> that dude doesn't do anything. But all of a sudden, no, like a massive payday because, <laughs> you know, how, how, and it might even re-kickstart his whole career. Yeah. Like, all because Keanu Reeves is just like a genuinely nice dude, and man, um, will. With that said, I have zero interest in playing Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> I just, um, I'm the other big happy.
0: thing on on Microsoft. I just want to bring
1: up too that we sort of glossed over was
0: that that they bought Double Fine.
1: Oh, they did buy which Double Fine. Is huge. <laughs> that was a really big deal. Um, here's what I. All right, so Double Fine's doing their thing, making Psychonauts two, whatever. Psychonauts two had to be kickstarted, yes. Like figged or whatever. Yeah. Um. They don't got to kickstart their games anymore. Yeah. Because one thing Microsoft is generally okay with is funding game development. Like they're okay at that. Yeah. That's like you know a strength of theirs. Could you imagine what what he's gonna be able to do with Microsoft money? Like, yeah, I know. Find, Like that's crazy. We're gonna see in like four or five years. We're gonna see it's either going to be four or five years. We're going to see the wackiest crap we have ever seen in our life, or he's just going to crap out some like random indie game every year. And it's going to be insane. Like there was no in between, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I think it's going to be the, the first that you probably out every few years. I mean, it's just great to see um, Tim Schafer sort of just have his shackles removed. Yeah. So he can oh, really just go nuts, um, which will be awesome to see.
1: So, um, so that was Microsoft, Bethesda yes. did some stuff. I mean, they talked a lot about, you know what? Here's the big thing. They got Todd Howard to come out and eat shit. <laughs> Pardon my language. Um Bethesda really screwed up a lot this year. Yes. Um, the fallout 76 launch was terrible. Um, it was from a PR perspective, from a production perspective, everything about that was bad. Mm hmm. Um, but Todd Howard does not did until that Sunday night never struck me as the kind of dude that was gonna get out on stage and eat shit for them making mistakes. He said in an interview with Ryan McCaffrey, (laughs) I listened to this, I didn't believe it. He said, Well, we knew it was gonna have a Rocky launch. You know, this is just how it works with games of service. So we knew that it was just gonna you know review poorly. Sir, then why did you charge sixty dollars for it? Why did you not make it an early access game? There is a a mechanism with which to release video games that are unfinished, and yeah. he just just they just did it anyway. And so the fact that he got out on stage, if Pete Hines did it, who cares? Pete Hines totally can imagine him doing that. That's in character. But for Todd Howard to come out there and eat shit, I was amazed. Um, but they had that um, they had that wonderful lady. Um, and she came out. What oh right. yeah. I forget her name, but she's done a whole bunch of. She's an artist, obviously. Um, I forget her name. I'm I hate everything, but she's one of the most genuinely wonderful people. Um, and she announced a. Uh, uh, she she was actually announcing uh, Hajime Tabata's game, who it, it's the follow up to the Evil Within, but it's <laughs> called Ghostline Tokyo or something like that. Um. Uh, listen, I don't like scary games. But like, I'm into that. So, like, yeah. you're a modern-day samurai fighting demons in, like, like, Shibuya with a bow and arrow. Like, okay, I might be in. Like, I don't <laughs> like scary games because usually you can't fight back. Like, he clearly looks like he's fighting back. Yeah. If, you're, if you're rolling up on demons with a bow and arrow and a hoodie, like, you might be able to fight them.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Real no. quickly, speaking yeah. of scary games, um, Blair Witch, I, where, I have no idea you where that came from.
1: Tell me you didn't think that was an Alan Wake game. No,
0: I totally did. I almost said it out loud. Anna and I were watching it together. That was a bad thing for
1: Anna. She's
0: like, <laughs> I don't like this. And she had like a blanket. I'm like, well, you don't have to watch it. Just close your eyes.
1: Um, John, the man behind the curtain, our podcast our uh, podcast editor, the audience, he was literally the whole time was like, oh, this is Alan Wake. It's Alan Wake, guys. That's How cool is thought. this they yeah. found the funding to make an Alan Wake game in first person? Weird look, but okay. And all of a sudden, the Blair Witch logo went out, and I was like, it's not Alan Wake Blair Witch? Like, yeah, I think yeah. that would have been interesting. That would have been a cool twist if it was Alan Wake colon Blair Witch, like yeah. do a crossover. But no, it's going to be a Blair Witch game. That game's going to sell way better than it has any right to. Mm-hmm. I think probably just because of streamers, because I think it's going to do really yeah. well. It looks like a game. You know, that will do well, you know, with some nerd screaming into a webcam. Um <laughs> so the realistically though, fall like they didn't Bethesda really didn't bring much heat. Um yeah. they showed us a new IP. Um, they didn't bring any Elder Scrolls, they didn't bring any Starfield. That's obviously gonna be next year, but they didn't really do a lot for me. Um, but not nearly as bad as Ubisoft, who comes next. Um yo, Ubisoft, I fell asleep during that press conference. <laughs> Um, They started with Watch Dogs, Watch Dogs Mm -hmm. Legion, which takes place in the U.K. The gimmick, Regina, check this out. (laughs) kind of quiet. I'm going to sell you on this game. This is the game that we play. It's an open world kind of action game where any NPC that you see, you can scan them with your phone and the game gives them, you know, procedurally like a personality and like quests and, you know, all sorts of stuff and you can recruit them to your cause. Any NPC, okay. including little old ladies. Nice. So, uh part of the demo was Helen, this little old lady in like a white and yellow like checked dress put it on a dead sec mask and like taking dudes out with a freaking taper um i decided that i'm just going to build the entire cast from designing women uh. um and i'm going to have one heavy that's going to be Shaq taylor like in my head mm-hmm. <laughs> the deepest cut by the way designing women right. is like, you can't rename them otherwise it'd be like I'd be all in with like Delta Burke and all them right I Didn't think that I would know designing women but I was born in 1980 you'd be used to it um, that's the whole game um, I'm a little concerned like how the narrative will work since you don't have a main character because you can have anybody but what do you think Regina does that sound fun that could be fun Sure. All right. That's, I guess that that's the most committed uh, Regina's going to get <laughs> <laughs> to do a series of updates to all their online game, to all their active service games. They told us about the division. They told us about ghost recon. They told us about Tom Clancy and Tom, Tom Clancy was like 45 minutes of their presentation. Um, yeah,
0: Ubisoft is really bad. They don't. They don't do well. They don't do well with press. Well, they, don't do
1: well with pres- they don't do well with press conferences because they're updating games that are already out, so it's really hard to excite people. Um, but even
0: when they've got a ton of stuff to announce, their press conferences are always too long, uh, and yeah. too boring, and they just—I don't know. Um,
1: I like the Just Dance thing. How crazy is this, Regina? They're still. They release. They are releasing Just Dance 2020 on the Wii.
2: <laughs> on the original, I saw that. I saw. <laughs> Either you guys talking about that or somebody else posting it's an article insanity. about that. Like I yeah. saw
1: the things and I was like, the Wii? Fun fact, the Wii, but not the Wii U. But that's because the Wii had like 120 million install base. So I mm-hmm. fell asleep during Ubisoft um, <laughs> in the middle. I had to have, fortunately, John, um, the our, the uh, fair and just commissioner, um, <laughs> took good notes for me. <laughs> and John's a good guy. And filled me in. Yeah, he he's well, he's the fair and just commissioner. Mm-hmm. Um, that for a reason. Yeah. Um, so he filled me in on <laughs> me not missing anything really. Um, right. uh, there was a kind of funny showcase. They showed a million indie games. I'll, we can ignore them for the most part. Um, there's no that. That's my fire alarm. It's okay. <laughs> um, the honey, is everything okay?
2: Everything's fine. <laughs> Oh, boy.
1: I mean, no. Um, no,
2: I know. <laughs> <laughs> the subtext was pretty clear.
1: <laughs> All the moms are re- reading that being like, should Steve get off this microphone? But right. I'm not <laughs> For the good of the show. Um, are we going to so see
0: Steve on the next six,
1: episode? <laughs> maybe. I'll be fine. Um, so they showed 60 indie games. Lots of really good stuff. Um, I actually put up a... There's, we actually recorded a podcast all about it. So if you go to engagefamilygaming.com slash podcast, you'll find the feed. It's great right there. Um, Square Enix was next.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Huh. Um, okay. So um, they started with Final Fantasy 7 Remake, which uh, I could give... I just don't care about Final Fantasy 7. Like, I think the, the game itself is overrated. Um, but Final Fantasy 7 Remake, um, and if you don't Agree, fight me. I guess um, the but Final Fantasy VII remake actually looks awesome. What do you think about? It? I didn't watch it. You didn't. <laughs> well, you watched watch Microsoft because because you had a, a contractual obligation to do so.
0: Oh, <laughs> right, yeah, um, no, you know Final Fantasy doesn't interest me at all. So, so yeah, no, I didn't watch it. I mean, the things that I've seen of it, it looks very pretty. So they've changed the gameplay. Is
1: that what you're? Saying? Oh, okay. Um, more or less. And if you hear my wife, it's she's calling the children down for dinner and they're being obnoxious. Um, so um, yeah, they basically it used to be a turn-based role-playing game, and now basically uh you you fight um with I mean you press one button and it does action combos, and you build up the meter. Um, and the meter eventually will fill up, and then you can pause, you can basically freeze time. Once you fill up a meter, and then you can use that to use items, cast spells, etc. Your AI companions will also fight and fill up their bars. So as their bars fill up, you can kind of freeze frame it and go. Very similar to um, Final Fantasy XV. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty awesome. Um, then they showed a bunch of stuff that nobody cared about. Lots <laughs> of... Um, of note, they showed us Final Fantasy 8 is being remastered, which... I was surprised because I thought they lost that. Because they haven't remastered it. I was under the I was under the understanding that they lost the code. <laughs> um, they obviously found it from someone. Um, and then they closed with Avengers, which Right. Um, I thought it looked fine. Um, but the general population uh did not. Mm. Um, you know, specifically They look like, so the the characters look close enough to the MCU um, that they are obviously the same characters, but different enough that they look like stunt doubles. Oh, right. I, I, you know, I
0: didn't want (laughs) terrible following games this year. Um, But yeah, no, I remember people posting and then I saw the image. Um, I don't don't
1: think it's a huge deal. I think they, uh, personally, I think they should have gone farther to differentiate the characters instead of making them look kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Like we could have they, the characters have had multiples of designs throughout their whole lives. Yeah. They could have made them look very different, but they didn't. Whatever. The big announcements is it's going to have a single player campaign where you're going to rotate through playing all five of the main characters, Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, the Hulk and Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there will be a second part that is multiplayer. That is I don't want to say destiny light cause it's not, but it's a multiplayer component that will have ad- expanding regions and areas and also additional heroes that will all be free. Mm. Um, so that's actually kind of cool. Um, you know, we don't, they, they tease the first hero that'll be DLC and that's Ant-Man. So that is cool. Mm. Um, but you know, we're, you know, we don't know. We, we still don't have actual gameplay. Some of what they show yeah. was gameplay.
0: Well, it's really <laughs> early. Right. That's not. It's not coming out for a it's while. It's coming out in so, May, so a year from now. That's yeah. I mean, and that's an acceptable thing for them not to show gameplay. I think.
1: Um, I listen. I'm not mad about it. I mean, they showed behind <laughs> closed door. They showed behind closed doors, and some of the people who saw it were very happy. Mm. <laughs> Excuse me. Um. But the – I'm interested to see it. It's not coming out until May, and I don't think it's going to make that release date. I think it's going to get delayed. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been on record on a few podcasts talking about that. I think it's going to get delayed. I think that feels like a summer game, an August game maybe. Um, But they got plenty of time. Um, And then the next day was Nintendo. Um, Do you want to freak out about Animal Crossing?
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, I figured that they were going to show it, but – um, you know, it was disappointing that it was delayed, but it looks super cool. It looks like it's almost got a Harvest Moony type thing going on. It looks like they've, you know, just added another level on top of what was already great. So uh, at first, like I watched the trailer. I didn't watch it when it was happening, but then I saw somebody on Facebook say, oh, Animal Crossing. So I watched it at first. It looked like it was going to be a little too much like um, like Pocket Camp. Um, but then as it, as it moved on, then I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is, this is more cool. So, so yes, I'm very excited
1: about that. Um, Did you watch any of the Treehouse Live stuff? No. So mm -hmm. they showed off a ton of details. Um, some of the noteworthy Mm -hmm. stuff is, um, well, they did, they did the Nintendo thing where they showed a lot of stuff without showing anybody. So for example, it appears that (laughs) you can decide where everybody on your all the villagers live like you can decide where all even all the animal people live like you can fully design the island it appears there's a very detailed crafting system um you can make people of color on purpose without having to go stand in the sun they they added a ton of stuff that gave us a bunch of details in the treehouse live (laughs) um this is a very different game um, and one that I think is a welcome change. How about this? What's crazy? You can sit down now.
0: <laughs> well, you've always been able to lie down on the bed. You can sit no, on the, no, no. you've always you been able sit on, the on the chairs, chairs
1: too. I no, no, yeah, no, You, you can, can always sit on sit, the chairs, can, like, sit on the ground. Like you can sit. Oh, on, on, the, ground. on the ground. Okay. On the ground, like around you don't need to sit in chairs. That's not a big deal, but a big deal. So you can design pretty much the entire Island. Um, I think this is cool. Um, also, Nintendo came out shortly after all these announcements and defended Tom Nook. <laughs> a lot of people have all these hot takes about how Tom Nook is like this evil person. He's like, a mob boss. Because he like flew you to an island and is like charging <laughs> you for the flight, even though like he flew you there kind of against your will because you don't know how you got on that plane. Number four, <laughs> he works 24 hours a day to make sure everyone is happy. <laughs> <laughs> so like nintendo actually came uh, out um they, i mean man they made so nintendo as far as i am concerned just absolutely just dominated this entire e3 what with all the games that they announced everything that's happening um the animal crossing being delayed was bad news but the gameplay itself was great uh, they showed more po- um they showed more pokemon stuff um which was followed up with some bad news that's making everybody freak out a little bit but whatever two smash dlc characters Um, and (laughs) more details about Luigi's Mansion 3, which is coming very, very soon. More astral chain details, which is coming very, very soon. Um, and finally a Breath of the Wild sequel, um, Mm -hmm. which came at the very end of their press conference and whoa, like, (laughs) um, listen, I played hundreds of hours of that game. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, and the fact that they're kind of doing a Majora's mask type reusing some of the assets to make a sequel sounds great. And that means that since they're reusing a lot of the assets, maybe it's going to come out a little sooner than we think. Mm.
0: Cool. So is that, so that every, was... yeah,
1: that's that all was... the press conferences. It's insane. Yeah
0: yeah um there were a few things that isaac um, saw on the floor one of these was crap was called now something like person simulator or something where you had this you had to control um you're you doing an ai that was you're trying to make them talk like a real person but you have to control the mouth and the tongue like separately <laughs> to sort of make the words which is Seems completely nuts, but he said it was was kind of weird. But he also played some supermarket shriek, and (laughs) is not not so good because like you think, oh, oh, it's in a grocery store and you're in a shopping cart, you're gonna have fun just wrecking everything. No, uh, it's just straight up racing game. You can't nothing is destructible, and apparently the screaming gets old really fast. (laughs) So.
1: You guys are kind of allergic to fun.
0: <laughs> like, but no, I mean, did, would, did you not like think that you were going to be able to like wreck stuff with the shopping carts?
1: No, I thought it was going to be a racing game.
0: Well, but in the...
1: Whatever. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a, like a puzzle racing game. The, the, the Okay, so the, the, the shrieking getting old, that I can buy. <laughs> but you know what this feels like? It feels like a Game Pass game. Oh, no, you can yeah. talk about the fact that Xbox has Game Pass Ultimate now that combines mm. live and Game Pass and Game Pass for PC. Yep. Um, and then Ubisoft has a subscription service. So welcome to... The-
0: another fun thing. I'm going to go back to Halo for just a second. Um, there were some codes hidden in, you know, the little when Master Chief's helmet, like, he powers up and you see all the little numbers and whatnot move. Uh, there were codes for uh, Game Pass Ultimate in that, in um, some eagle eye people, they had all been redeemed within 45 minutes.
2: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so it's crazy. That's awesome. But, yeah.
1: <laughs> but, um, yeah. <laughs> so lots of uh, new pres- subscription services. Uh, listen, yeah. I mean, Supermarket Shriek, I don't know, man. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. Uh, but it's a Game Pass game. You know what I mean? Yeah. One of those things, the advantage of a Game Pass game is... You buy it for the big ticket items, right? Like you buy it, yeah. and it includes Halo and Gears and Forza. But then, like, you can play that for an afternoon or an hour, and it's like, meh, you know. Yeah. It's a Game Pass game.
0: Movies and TV. Handmaid's
2: Tale is back. Ugh. Gina, have you watched the yes. end of the season? Yes. I not about today. New yes. not
1: tonight, tomorrow. Tomorrow. No
2: tomorrow, Monday. right. Yes. We're recording um. on Tuesday, yeah. Yeah, oh
0: boy, wow. <sighs> loving it. It's, I mean, this the writing continues to be so good mm. and completely capturing the tone of the book, which is still amazing to me that they've still managed to capture that voice. Yeah, um, but I think my favorite so far was uh, "It Takes a Village" and "Machine Guns." Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So that does awesome. sound pretty cool.
0: It's amazing. Um, yeah. But, I, I mean, I don't want to give too much away. I mean, obviously, at the end yeah. of last season, June had decided to stay so that she could get her other daughter. Um, but, you know, she's, like, totally into, like, burning it down. And Joseph, is that the guy's name? Is it Joseph, the the guy who has taken her in? He has become a very interesting character.
2: Yeah. Um, very... Yeah. 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 He's uh he's not easy to peg. Yeah. No, which is what's kind I, of weird
0: because yeah. at the end of the last season you're like, "Oh, he's a good guy, you know. Right. He's, you know, yeah, doing exactly. all this great stuff." But then um, you know, he's um yeah, what, like, I what I like is that yeah, yeah, he's showing um he's making June sort of realize the consequences of sort of just trying to be this smarter help everyone at every time and how there are probably smarter ways to do things than, than she thinks. Um And I like that that dynamic is going on because, you know, she's been, I think in seasons one and two, you you've pretty much always just been behind every single decision that she's made. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this season you're like, okay, maybe that wasn't the right thing to do. And I like that, that we're getting that because I think she, that, character needs that we need the depth of character yeah
2: it. you know it, it's the whole like superman phenomenon right like yeah. your character is always good and always does the right thing it gets pretty uninteresting pretty quickly right like yeah we like messy and complicated characters who make mistakes yeah. and i think that a lot of people probably looked at what june did at the end of last season as like a huge mistake um yeah even if understand because i can understand why she made the choices that she made but at the same time i still found myself because she's like questioning herself like was i stupid did i make a mistake and it's like you know i kind of think you might have (laughs) yeah Yeah. one of the things that was
0: really i mean that first episode man just i know Punching it in the gut. I mean, it had to to get you interested again. But, um, you know, when uh, when she was like screaming at Serena, she's like, yeah. you know, you guys hunted me down and took my daughter away. And like, I hope this feels like that. Like as soon, I was like, oh man, this is awesome. But then also, you know, Nick like saying like, do you realize how what, many people? Because that's
2: what that's what like, I said. Yeah. Okay. How many people put their lives at risk to help you get out? And you, just, who, who, yeah. you know, put all of this in motion to to help her escape. And then she chooses not to. So, yeah, yeah. I also
0: like that. You know, from previews, we think that June is the one who's going to burn crap down. And it turns <laughs> out that Serena does her amount of burning, too. And oh, my God, her mother. I know. Horrible people in the world. I'm like, man.
2: Like, yep.
0: Your daughter's upset, and you're just telling her, like, enough with the drama.
2: Right. <laughs> like, wow. And really? you're nothing without him.
0: Yeah. You know,
2: like, you're nothing she without She
0: had her finger cut off for daring to read. Like, I mean, who wouldn't be crying?
2: <laughs> like, you know.
0: Oh, anyhow. Heart so heart. it's been very, very good. I'm very yeah. happy thus yep. far. Um, so what else is going on TV? Uh, just real quickly, uh, official, it is now official as of today that the Game of Thrones prequel is, um, filming in Belfast. The fan site Watchers on the Wall actually said this two weeks ago. Um, but it's official official now. Those Watchers on the Wall people are kind of crazy. I almost feel like they've got ninjas on staff just crawling all over Belfast looking for, for news because they broke, um, they were the first ones that had the photo of um, Jon Snow uh, in stark garb. Before season six, when everybody didn't know if he was alive or dead. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that site, they're, they're totally on it. Um, so that is filming, probably gonna, they, the Entertainment Weekly article that I read today said late 2020 will probably be when we see that. Uh, it's still what everybody thought. It's thousands, and thousands of years, um, before, uh, Game of Thrones, before and George R. R. Martin said it's before the Targaryens. It's even before Valyria started. So it's gonna be completely different. Stuff going on. Um, and then also, uh, there's a trailer released for Dr. Sleep, which I had no idea was actually coming. And this is a sequel to The Shining, Mm -hmm. which is an amazing old horror movie based on Stephen King novels. So this is a sequel. So the little boy in The Shining, um, Danny, I think his name is Danny. Yeah. He's all grown up. Um And so, and he's meeting other people who have the same ability that he has, but uh-huh. it's like they're, you know, they've recreated some shots of the Stanley Kubrick movie, like, like completely recreated them. And, so, and if you watch the trailer, you can see that there's like him on his tricycle and you see like the, the creepy little twin girls and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I'm super super excited about that it was funny because Stephen King uh, that, how I found out about it was Stephen King tweeted about it he's like this is going to blow your mind if there's anything left after it chapter two <laughs> 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 yeah so um, so yeah so that's coming very much looking forward to that what else is going on um, I started a uh, big little lies started up again that's not really a geeky type
2: um, thing but oh, it's very a, interesting I haven't started it. I I watched the first season. I want to watch it, but I haven't gotten back to it yet. Yeah, let me tell you, Mare Streep's character. Oh, I bet. Like just in the previews, like the you know sniffs in the previews, I was like, oh damn. She's um, this this, this character is really sort of fascinating.
0: Like she just she's weird. On the the way to say it, like she's not like you know just being mean Mm -hmm. as. Someone who think you think is just being mean. She's right. like, it seems very oblivious to mm-hmm. the way that she acts, which is very interesting and I think mm-hmm. very hard I think to pull off yeah. um, as an actor. So, so I've been very interested in in that. It's been really cool. There's only two episodes thus far. Um, what else? Man, it's funny. I don't have any Game of Thrones to talk about. You know, it's. <laughs> I was supposed to have written a story for the geek embassy two weeks ago, but honestly oh, yeah. I have not been able to Get back. wrap my head around how much this has affected me mm. uh, emotionally that the show is over. I am completely right about that. <laughs> I, I know that's what I'm going to. Yeah. I, like like when I said I needed to collect my thoughts. That's, yeah. that's what I meant.
2: Well, um, I think that's, I mean, I think it makes sense. It's, you know, our fandoms aren't small things. So yeah. Small did, so excited about it. Yeah. Also yeah.
0: Cause
1: been, I've been, like, been on the air for 10 years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: I know. I'm like berating myself. I'm like, Oh, it's just a TV show. Like, what's the problem? And, you know, and then Isaac was talking to me and he's like, well, it's still a loss. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, it's like, you know, when we had to, you know, when he wrecked our car well he didn't wreck it It wasn't his fault when we had the car accident and the car just got you know demolished we had had that car for 10-ish years and you know he was like he's sad to like be saying goodbye to that car even so um so it makes more sense but yes that's what i'm going to write about so by the time this episode goes live my article for the gig embassy should should be up as well so um so there's that. Oh, one other thing I wanted to bring up in relation to games. We're talking to Game of Thrones. We got to see. Well, we didn't get to really see anything. We got the announcement of the game that George R. R. Martin is working on um, with From Software, uh, which is called Elden Ring. It's a fantasy something. Yeah, looks you know, uh, weird. Just another excuse that George R. R. Martin has for not finishing. Song of Ice and Fire.
1: You mean like he's never gonna so. do.
0: Yeah, yeah he's got like 20 other projects going on, so I don't know how he's ever gonna finish it. But anyhow, books and comics. I've been rereading the his Dark Materials trilogy uh, in preparation for when the HBO series launches at some Sorry. point. Yeah, we don't have a date for that yet. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's what I've been reading. Have you guys been reading anything?
2: I just got a new book. I thought I brought it in here with me, but I guess I didn't. Um, so you guys know the Try Guys from YouTube? I'm oh,
1: familiar with the name. Yeah.
2: They're uh, well, they were um, they were on Buzzfeed, and um, earlier this year, they sort of took their brand from Buzzfeed and started their own channel. Anyway, they just published a book um, that um, I pre-ordered. It came out today, called um, "The Secret Power of Fing Up." <laughs> nice. And it's their story of how they sort of, you know, evolved the business and how they came to be this group. Um, so I'm looking forward to checking that out. But I literally just got it. It was home when I got home <laughs> today.
0: Yeah. It was here I got oh,
2: home. yeah. I'm going to pop back to movies for a second. We saw Secret Life of Pets, too, over the weekend. Oh, yeah. I, I yeah. want to see that. But um, and Ralph Rex, the Internet is now out on um, Netflix. Oh, No so people haven't seen it like me. Yeah, um, yeah. And I go to watch it. Available, yeah, available, so it's out there now. So,
0: yeah, Secret Life of Pets two was was very very good. One thing I didn't realize after we got out of it is that in the first movie, it's been a long time since I saw the first one, but in the first movie, um Louis C.K. did the voice of Max, yeah. um the main dog, not in this That's one. They switched that. it up to Patton Oswalt. Um, which I think I know why <laughs> oh, I really, you know, but still it's it's you know, yeah. I don't think it's something you see very often of no. the, the main- character. the main character's uh,
2: voice change, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, so yeah, so it was good, you know, Harrison Ford does the voice of um one of the dogs, it's just. Just a lot of fun, like the first one was, because I was so surprised at how good the first one actually Mm -hmm. was. The
2: first one was really enjoyable, yeah. You know, one of those, like, Um, kids' movies that comes up, and you're like, okay. Yeah. Gidget rocks, man. Yeah. Gidget saves the day. She saves the
0: day again (laughs) without even trying. (laughs) I love her character. Oh, my God. Yes. So when we first see her in this movie, like, Max has a toy, um, and they're going on a trip, so he asks her to watch his toy. Um, and so when he goes to her house, she's been sitting in the dishwasher, and she's got a towel wrapped around her head and cucumber slices on her head. <laughs> It's just like, this is amazing. Oh, And she has to pretend to be a cat, like, halfway through it, too. And, oh, man, it's just – um it's just a perfect pet jokes it plays on too, like with the cats and the laser pointer and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So, um, but yeah, I highly recommend it. It's been out for a while now, so I'm not sure how much longer it'll actually be playing, but yeah. it was very good. I very much enjoyed it. Um, so then I'm gonna have to do lots of chopping and re lining things. Cause we're jumping all over the
1: place. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> we're
0: yeah. Just-
1: just let it. Just let. Just yeah, uh, let so people like, enjoy it, man.
0: Um, yeah. Uh, so, Stephen, have you been um, reading anything?
1: Um, uh, lots of or- Dragons books. <laughs> right. Lots of those. Um, running many, many, many several campaigns as we get ready to start covering tabletop role playing games for, mm-hmm. um, the uh for EFG. So it's been a lot of that, which mm-hmm. surprisingly takes up a lot of time. Also I can't really remember anything that happened in my life before E3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um
0: you remember. All right.
1: <laughs> you remember.
0: Yeah. Um All right. Well, is that is that it then? Did we talk about everything? You
1: said we wow. couldn't. You said we couldn't do it. In an I hour 15 minutes.
0: I did not mean that we couldn't record the show in an hour and 15 minutes. We usually just talk for 20 minutes beforehand. And that's what I was saying. We weren't going to be able to.
1: Because we like to visit.
0: Yes. Um, Okay. Well, I think that wraps it up. Thanks so much for listening. If you have questions, comments, or any other feedback, you can send an email to geekingmoms at gmail.com. As noted at the top of the show, I do a solo podcast. I'm still doing the solo podcast um about now the very extended universe of a song of ice and fire i have just started talking about a knight of the seven kingdoms which is one of the side um stories which lots of people probably haven't read it's the story of sir duncan the tall so i'm talking about that on uh my show now geeky thrones girl that's an anchor podcast which you can find pretty much anywhere uh if you want to email me about that that is it's Geekythronesgirl at gmail.com. My personal um Twitter handle is just at Nicole Tanner. Uh Regina is head geek at the Geek MC and um host of the Game On Girl podcast. You did a, a another Game On Girl recently. I did, yes.
2: yeah. I did a, a new one? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Game On girl on the go finally. Um which has got some good traction. I, I recorded about geeky endings talking about the end of Big Bang Theory. Um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe with Endgame and Game of Thrones, um, which shared some of, like, my deeper reflections from conversations that we had on this show and we had on the Geek Embassy Watches. Um, Just looking at, you know, the significance of endings and why we love and hate them. (laughs) Because generally that is what happens. We love to hate them. And I talked about what makes a good ending, too. So I talked about a couple of shows that I thought had really good series finales. So, um the highest compliment I got was a friend of mine checked that show out for the first time. And he's like, I was really concerned because it was just you talking and it was half an hour long, but it didn't feel like a half an hour. When I listened to it, it went really fast and I'm like, well, good. I'm glad I can yeah. so when I saw it was recording and I'm like, Oh God, this is going really long. I was a little worried. Cause like just you monologuing for that long. can like Yeah. It feels, it feels weird. I'm trying yeah. to keep my new episodes under 10 minutes. Apiece. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I am going to record another one that will be out this week, probably about the same time that this episode, comes out um, I'm going to record about what I call the balanced gamer of my gamer types so keep an eye out for that. Um, Just up on the Geek Embassy we have an interview that Crab did with um, author Tahani Nelson who's also a writer for the Geek Embassy Um, so check that out. He interviews her about kind of her books and her writing process and a bunch of cool stuff so take a look at that.
0: Cool. Um, and then Steven is editor and founder of Engaged Family Gaming, just did a crap ton of E3. Th- Are you still doing E3 posting? Or have you I, In fact, post- if you
1: look at the timestamp for my most, E3, my most recent E3 post, I may have done it 10 minutes ago while we were talking. <laughs> <laughs> I may or may not be uh, typing stuff. Uh, one of my um, uh, post E3 resolutions was that I would try and uh, accomplish things while I was recording podcasts. Um, But, yeah, I did a ton. I have more to do, probably about, like, half of it. And then we start working because we start working on some other very, very large projects that uh, were decided and discussed uh, because we turned E3 into not only E3 but a content summit where we made a whole Mm -hmm. bunch of big decisions, Um, most notably that uh, my EFG Daily Commute podcast, which I record three times a week, will be entering the YouTube phase Uh, Largely because I have an amazing animated opening that may or may not involve the picture on Instagram a while back of me sitting in a Mario Kart Target shopping cart. cart. (laughs) We may or may not have animated that and put it to music. Um, (laughs) Awesome. Um, And so, uh, like the EFG Daily Commute is going to be going up on YouTube, among other things that I'm not going to overpromise and underdeliver because I don't want to be that guy. But. Yeah, it's if if you are interested in what EFG does and somehow haven't done it yet, like us on socials because uh we got some crazy banana stuff happening very, very soon. Also, I talked a lot about E three without just repeating Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven over and over and <laughs> over again. In case you were curious about some of the other things that got announced. Yeah. I mean for real it was i'm excited to talk too but come on guys
0: yeah yeah okay um well i think that wraps it up then thanks so much for listening and we will be back with you in two weeks
1: Bye. bye bye